On the Amateur Sports Hour, Skyly, Ethan, and I talk everything about how people are eating banana peels the wrong way, the Memorial Stadium survey, and how we think the Sweet 16 is going to turn out. Buckle up your seatbelts and let's go! Welcome in, episode number one, Amateur Sports Hour. Uh, Sam Knoll alongside uh, my co-host here today. Should be a good one. Let's go around the table introduce ourselves here for episode number one. I'm Sam Knoll, kind of the, I wouldn't say host, but like lead-in guy maybe. Is that is that good? But uh, currently a junior here at UNL studying sports media communication. Um, big Royals, big Huskers fan. That's that's about it. Um, Ethan Serdic, uh, also a junior sports media major, uh, big Husker fan, and uh, from Milwaukee, so big Wisconsin sports fan too. I'm Skyly Nelson, sophomore, uh, studying sports media and broadcasting. Um, big basketball fan, so I got to go with the New Orleans Pelicans and then Duke. Um, also, horrible, horrible, horrible choices <laughs> oh right there, God. off the bat. I, I can, I understand Duke. the Pelicans. I can well, understand no, the Pelicans, not Duke. but not Duke. Duke, big Duke fan, yeah, <laughs> Duke, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Heels fan deep down inside. I Grew know. up a Heels fan. Grew in North Carolina. Yeah, I, I I didn't grow up in North Carolina, but how'd grew you, up. How did you become a North Carolina fan? Well, my so it was like one of those quote unquote like if your friend is like a f- like a fan of the team, like you're gonna be a fan of the team. So my best friend, like in third grade, who's still like my best friend now, but he was he was like, oh yeah, I'm a Tar Heels fan, because that like third grade was when they played in the national championship game, uh, and they beat no Kansas played third grade was when they beat uh, Michigan State in the championship game. Yeah. And we, I don't know, we just kind of like the baby blue and like Tar Heel, like was so cool, like in third grade. You don't think a blue devil is cooler than a Tar Heel? A Tar Heel, way cooler. <laughs> it's tar on a heel. A blue devil. For me, anything is cooler than Coach K. <laughs> well, I don't know about that one. I'm ready but... for I'm ready for him to retire. <laughs> but yeah, he made that he made that thing. I I thought it was gonna be so funny if he lost to UNC. One and done in the ACC tournament. One and done in the NCAA tournament. He would have came back just, another year. Just, but another that's year. that's what they were saying. You got to come back. You have to. No, but it might be even funnier if what he's doing now is loses his last regular season game, loses the championship in the tournament or conference tournament, and then if he somehow made the championship. Wow, you got to come back. <laughs> you have like to. Lost, every, lost every final game that his you could possibly be His ego would be so low. He yeah. couldn't take it. Nothing is like, uh, like I I know like people have been talking like you almost got to come back for two years. So you get Carolina back at home, so you can oh. beat him again. Like, yeah. but yeah. obviously he's not going to do that. But nah, he's just old. But yeah, I mean, we so we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We get Memorial Stadium survey, yeah. huge thing that came out Here couple couple of day, couple of, uh, a month ago or so. It came out. Trev Alberts put out a big thing. Uh, here at UNL, I didn't fill. Out, I got mailed the survey. I didn't fill it out, so I'm not I one of the. It out. You filled it out, so yeah. Ethan filled it out. Um, but I wasn't – I mean, because we are technically season ticket holders if you buy season tickets as a um, student, but I didn't fill it out. But So we got that to talk about. Talk about NCAA tournament, St. Peter's Peacocks, look out for them in the national championship game. I mean, we could be sitting here <laughs> next week after the Sweet 16 is done. We could be talking take, take about, we, yeah, we, we could be I, talking about how Gonzaga <laughs> and KU are out of the tournament and Doug from St. <laughs> Peter's has got a chance to take his team the national championship game in the Final Four. I'm debating on uh, getting Doug Gear at Barstool now. 
What's that? I'm debating getting Doug Gear now. <laughs> yeah. He's already selling it. You got, got to. NIL deal with yeah, you got an NIL deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, this dude is crazy. Single-handedly took down Kentucky by himself. But we'll talk about all that. But first off, we're going to talk about eating habits here on campus. Some weird stuff with bananas going on around campus. Yesterday, in the union, just minding my own business, I look over to my right and a dude is sucking on a banana peel. What makes you want to suck on the banana peel? There's some weird eating habits. I don't know. Something about bananas. Something about banana. Like, I don't know what goes, like, what is the point of sucking on a banana peel to begin with? Why can't you just eat a banana? Yeah, normal? why can't you just eat a banana and throw the peel away like a normal person? <laughs> so I walked into class, and the kids, there's a kid sitting two chairs away from me, and I was confused because he walked in with a banana, and who brings a banana to eat in class, first of all? But he eats it from the side, and I was I was so confused. It's like tearing a Kit Kat, those people, but then, like, the other people just eat it whole. Oh, so weird. So weird. I eat a Kit Kat whole. Like, wow. I do both. What? If I get the four, I go for the whole There's thing. There's only one right way to eat a Kit Kat. I can't. Like, I you get too right. much chocolate on your fingers <laughs> no, if you, you just go for the one. break it in the wrapper. Break it in the wrapper. Yeah. Oh. That's a good point. I never thought about doing that. There's either. so many different ways to but, pick it. Oh yeah, but the little mini size one, the two ones, I just popped that in my mouth. I don't even. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I, it spends way too fair. much time. I will say like bananas are weird, but they're. I'm allergic to bananas. First off, okay. but I would say they're like a good like healthy like to go to snack. I don't know, like some banana and peanut they're butter. They're easy to eat. If they're you easy know to, how eat. to eat. It. Yeah. yeah. If you actually eat it right, <laughs> you don't suck on banana peels. Like, they're pretty easy to eat. I think, in my opinion. Uh, another thing that I've noticed going around, just walking around campus, uh, crossing the street here is horrible. I don't it, know if you guys have noticed it's this, insane. but on not so much like where the journalism school is, like on P and Q Street, but on R Street, it is absolutely horrible. Like today, I guess I was coming in today from the parking garage, and uh, so I crossed the street, and you know, I was getting the red hand. So obviously, I'm going to stop for the red hand. This guy, like, he was pulling out of his own parking spot, and he was, like, halfway in the crosswalk. And he, like, sees me standing there. So he backs up, and then when I just continue to stand there because the red hand was up, he gives me the dirtiest look like I did something wrong to him. Like, I made him move all the way back. But I was like, dude, this your problem is, is that you drove out too far into the crosswalk, and that's your problem. It can't be my problem, right? Well, the problem is not enough Nebraskans know how to drive in the this first is true. place. And then also you have, like, thousands of college kids who have never crossed an actual crosswalk before. So that's where it goes wrong. It's like an insane game of chicken, <laughs> though, really. Like, you get out in the middle of the street. Like, especially, like, if it's a blind corner, it's just crazy. Like, crossing the street. I mean, like, every, like, I feel like every college kid, like, brings up, like, oh, I want to get hit by a car. Like, get free tuition. Like, oh, that's yeah. just going to. Freshman year. That's what I you said. Get, you got hit by a car? No, no, no. I just made that joke. Oh, you friends. made it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because like, that was the joke. If you got hit by the bus, you get free tuition. Yeah. But you hopefully you obviously. I mean, not by a bus, obviously, but, you know, like well, a car could hit me, like with the way yeah, crossing the street is going. Not great drivers here. That's what yes. I learned. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. So, Nebraska, a lot of corn, terrible bad drivers. I mean, <clears throat> I, I don't even know how I grew up here. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but let's jump right into it. Memorial Stadium survey. First off, what did you guys think? I mean, great initiative by Trev Alberts leaving it up to the fans to see what is wrong with Memorial Stadium, I think. Like, there's been a lot of, like, whispers here and there, like, of, 
like, oh, like, we need to make this better. And especially, like, with the football team being so bad, like, I think Trev is like, let's move away from, like, everyone just, like, dogging on Scott Frost. Let them dog on me for a while, and let's figure out, like, what we can do to make game day experience better. And so I thought this was tremendous by Trev to go out and do this. Yeah, I mean, I I think there's a few unrealistic things for the near future, but I don't know. I like I like that he sent it out to uh, a lot of season ticket holders because those are the people who care the most, I think. But also, I feel like it was just a bunch of older people, um, older rich people, older put rich it that people. Way. Yeah, and there are there there's stats to back that up, and the average income like. 14% of the people that filled yeah. it out was over 250k. Yeah. The median was I mean, if over you're gonna, 100k. Yeah, yeah. The median was over. So, I don't know like for the common fan, I don't know if this was like the best survey, but I will agree. Season ticket holders, they drive, like they keep that seller street going. Like if you don't have the season drive ticket holders, the athletic department. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, and they drive the yeah, that's true. I but if you didn't have them, I don't know like at the seller street we continue to go. We almost saw it in Jeopardy like this last season, obviously on a hot day versus Buffalo. I'm glad I didn't even go to that game. Like you I didn't? sat outside and watched it. No, oh, it was, was so hot. I bet right. That was that was the hottest yeah football game I've ever so, been to. We'll we'll dive into a little bit more stuff, but obviously tremendous. I think like for him to see what people thought was wrong with the stadium is huge, and then see if he changed it. Even before the, the survey came out, like he knew. The biggest thing was going to be seat comfort, which 77% of people said that could be enhanced. And immediately, even before, like he knew that was going to be a big thing, and he came out and said, yep, seats are going to be improved. improved, And they're going to be wider. And it's not going to be – Memorial Stadium's probably got to have the worst bench seating on the face of the earth, 100%. Like it's a very bad plastic seat to sit on. Even though as students we don't even sit, we just yeah. stand on them. But – I couldn't imagine to, sitting. I've been to games where I sit in the actual stands, and it's it's not great. It, I, it definitely can be improved, so I'm glad they got some feedback on that. Yeah, 100%, and they definitely needed to. I felt like that was like a dirty kept because, like, they shrunk it down so that way they could get the capacity closer to the all-magical 90,000, but it's like we just need to keep it at a point where, like, we feel comfortable and you can't just look at the Big Ten and, like, you got the big house and the horseshoe. Like, there's no way you're going to compete with those two, like, capacity-wise. But we're still one of the biggest stadiums. But still one of the biggest one stadiums of the biggest, in college football. Still one of the biggest college football brands, even though we've been struggling. And we have, I mean, it's going to be, what, like a 68,000-seat stadium now with everything that's going on. But still, that's bigger than some NFL stadiums, yeah. which is crazy to think about that there's more people go. But... Yeah, obviously seat comfort was a big thing. He came out even before and said it, and the survey proved it. I mean, 77% of people, like I said, said they wanted a better uh, seat comfort, which I thought, too, was was very big. And um, the next big thing, uh, Wi-Fi and mobile connectivity, which has become huge. Like, I don't know if you connect to the Fan XP in the stadium, but it has got to be the worst Wi-Fi on the face of the earth. It gets worse and worse when more and more people use it. Yes. Because, like, at the beginning of the games, yeah, you're fine. But then, like, when you want to look at your phone at halftime because then you get bored during the halftime show, and they're like, oh, I have to use LTE now to even look at it. And you're just like, 
Yeah. Disappointing the Wi-Fi service. And I don't have had school. Yeah, I don't have Verizon or US Cellular or anything. I got Viero. US Cellular. Yeah. Which US Cellular is like amazing in Lincoln. So is yeah. Verizon. I've got Viero, which is absolutely horrible in Lincoln. Like I'm not even hooked up to Viero right now. It's just on T Mobile. Oh. So I go to the stadium and it gets worse. Like I, I go inside the stadium and it gets yeah. worse. So I think that's a big thing to me. They need to have like I don't know, like I don't know a lot about Wi Fi, but Obviously, like, more places to connect to, I feel like. So that way, like, you're going to have 68,000 people connected to, like, a few of those. Like, you need to have a little bit more, I feel like, is what they're going to do. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, but, yeah, that was that was the biggest thing, too, to me. Also, alcohol. Alcohol, yeah. Alcohol. I was going to get there. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, Wi-Fi, a big thing. Um, but alcohol, obviously, that's, like, another whispery, like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Um, they should allow alcohol here. And Nebraska, like, more college football stadiums, more and more. You look at the SEC, like, I'm pretty sure, like, every single one of those stadiums allows alcohol. And um, you look at the Big Ten, more and more Big Ten. To me, the Big Ten is, like, one of the most, like, stuck-up conferences of all time because the SEC is, like, whatever the fans want, we'll do it because, like, they drive the SEC. It just means more in the SEC. It it just means more in the SEC. That's their slogan. 100%. And they prove it with – Winning and for their fans. And and money. Yeah, and money. I mean, if you want – the SEC wants to make as much money as possible, and the Big Ten is just sitting over here like, oh, we want to do this for, their, for our name and for tradition. But clearly, like, Nebraska is, like, one of the biggest tradition schools yeah. on the face of the earth. And clearly they got to realize that they got to stop doing some things the way it used to be. I think Trev is that guy. He went to Omaha, changed some things there. He was a player threw, here. Yeah, was was a player here. He went to Omaha, threw out some things that I think people are still bitter about. But you look at Omaha now, it's one of the, I would say, top-tier mid-major teams around. So that's that's what I think anyway, like universities anyway. And so he, he did a good job there. But alcohol, big thing. I guess what's your guys' opinion on alcohol started out? It sounds like it's going to have – have more of an impact on, like, the college students were the ones that were the driving force of wanting to have it with the stats here showing that under 25, age of 25, uh, 46% would attend more if uh, alcohol was sold at the stadium. But past 25 was not as much. 25 to 54 is 31% more. But once you got into the older ages, they don't really care about the alcohol sales. And that's where their tradition comes in. I think you get above – I mean, what, like 35? That's when everyone remembers the, hey, this was 1997. We won a national championship, guys. Like, that's the season ticket holder. So, obviously, Trev's probably going to do what they want to do. But, like, he's got to realize the younger his fan base gets, the more he's going to have to change. Yeah. Um, I think we – I – personally, I think alcohol isn't going to affect it that much. Like, obviously, I think there's a good amount of people that want it, and I think it – I don't think it – will bring in much more money, but I think it'll, I don't know. I don't know what to think about it, actually. I mean, so you take a look. We had Garth Brooks here at Memorial Stadium. Yeah. Absolutely incredible show. Ran out of alcohol there, didn't Ran out of alcohol. Um, I am 21, so I did, I contributed to the beer sales. But that was, it was just crazy. I mean, I think that's why, I think more people were like, oh, my gosh, like, they're selling beer at Memorial, like, can't pass this up. I think that's why they ran out. I don't know, like, on a normal Nebraska football day. It depends. Like, obviously in the cold, like, I don't know. I watched the thing about the Green Bay Packers. They said they sell more beer during the cold than they do the hot because I think more people during hot weather 
want to drink water. Yeah. Obviously, they don't want to yeah. get dehydrated. Maybe they have a cold brew at the start of the game, maybe at halftime, but like third and fourth quarter, like in a dog day hot game, like especially that in Buffalo game. In the frozen game, tundra, man. Yeah, in, or in the frozen tundra game, you know. Like they're going to be wanting to drink in beer. Like beer is supposedly like, supposed to warm you up. Yeah. So that's why they drink beer in the cold, but like during the hot, like they're going to want to drink water or pop. They're not going to want to drink something that like – because beer just immediately dehydrates you. Like it's the worst – probably thing like even though there's water in beer but like it's just horrible but the, like they sold so it was a 25 ounce can at garth brooks and they were all 10 bucks didn't matter the brand didn't matter if you got a white claw or anything it was all 25 ounce cans and it was all 10 dollars a piece so you say there was like at least eighty five thousand people there mm-hmm. that's a lot of money and you yeah. say at least each person has two beers maybe like, and or half at least yeah three. or half at least have two beers but then like if not everyone had two beers then other people are going to make up for the people that didn't so you could legitimately say eighty five thousand people all of them at least had two beers yeah. even though there were kids there and stuff like that they couldn't drink but definitely more people but um but that's a lot of money and i think they saw that number and yeah garth is going to get a cut of that but even ticket sales like if you say i mean we're gonna hold sixty-eight thousand people at sixty bucks, sixty bucks a piece, even sixty-five bucks a piece now. I think that they're wanting to raise that number, um, sixty-five, seventy bucks a piece, plus your ten-dollar beers. Maybe they, maybe they're less, maybe they're more, but that's a lot of money that's gonna go right back into the pocket of Trev Alberts and gonna make Memorial Stadium better. That's the thing. Like even like if they do it now, they're gonna see the profit later, and I think that they're all focused on tradition and. We're not going to see anything now, but you're going to see it later, especially in fan atmosphere, and it's going to become one of the greatest stadiums in the Big Ten if you put alcohol in it, in my opinion. Yeah, I, th- I agree with that. I think it will. It's just another attraction. Like, People won't go to the game for alcohol, but it'll be something that they look forward to now that it like is being added, obviously. But it, it I don't know. Sometimes traditions have to change, and I think this is one of them. Definitely. I mean, we can't be stuck in the 90s. It's yeah. tough, yeah. like— I, I, we weren't even alive in the 90s, and I, like, just hearing stories, like, it was so crazy, and, but even in the 90s, like... We were Alabama. Yeah, we were Alabama in the 90s. Like, think about, like, from 70 to 19 to even, even to 2006, we were, like, every year, it was like, oh, Nebraska could win the national championship this year. Obviously, after Osborne left, like, I would say it was downgraded a little bit. But Nebraska, it was always like, oh, Nebraska's going to make the Fiesta Bowl this year. Like, it was – like, maybe we weren't competing for a national Still championship. Still a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, New Year's Six Bowl, um, conference championship. And now, obviously, that's fell off, um, considering we have we haven't won above four games in, what, like 10 years now? That's what it feels like. Every year, like, adds another five years. Technically, um, two years ago, we've got five wins. Technically. Right. That's true. Had to beat Iowa, final day, Can't lost them. And blew it. I mean, we're always in with them, and then we blow it. So. And then blow it. And then this year, three and nine, obviously. But won't get into specifics about each each season. But this we is will huge. always remember this team as the greatest three and nine team ever. It was. 100%. It will be forever. Yeah. Great, greatest three and nine team of all time. Of all time. I mean, I have a point differential of zero at the end <laughs> of the year play. in conference play, yep. and then to outscore your opponents <laughs> overall, that's. And you still lose nine games is tough. And uh, like Big Cat was saying, like Big Cat from Barstool Sports, like greatest three nine because like he could always bet that Nebraska was going to cover, cover or yeah. be within eight. 
Like and uh, the worst loss was Ohio State. I think yeah, nine points. Yeah, which, which is, is crazy. Insane. And we and we were leading Ohio State. Yeah. Until our kicker like literally botched the easiest field goal <laughs> of all time. But um, getting into the weeds there. But I a couple of the comments I saw. Well, first off, the thing about alcohol is like Trev's got to realize that like people are coming in banged up to the stadium already. Yeah. Like especially. Like, I remember when game day was here, my buddy – I wasn't at UNL at the time. I was at my other school. I transferred in a couple years ago. But he went down here, and he was 21 at the time, and he said they literally cracked open their first beer at, like, 6.30 in the morning. And that was for that Ohio State game day game. So they cracked open beers at 6.30 in the morning. He said, like, people, were like, passed out even before the game even started. Like, people are coming into the stadium banged up already. Like, I don't think – I don't know how he doesn't, like, realize that. And then people are like sneaking in alcohol already. Like you if you go, ball. yeah, if you go through the student section after the game, shooters everywhere. Yeah, yeah. shooters everywhere. So people some them. people yeah. don't even make it to the game. That's yeah. how that's how and they bad just it hang is, in tailgate. Yeah, or go, to, or go yeah. to Haymarket and drink. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you take a look at the rail yard. Like, think about how many people like, and that's gonna it's gonna suck for the rail yard if they start allowing beer at games. Yeah, yeah they lose some sales there. They lose some sales there, but it is like jam packed. On a, on a game day, even before the game, it's like elbow to elbow in there. And you just sit there and stare at a big screen and watch college football all day, and you have cold brews. Like, I don't know who's going to pass that up. But so I don't know why Trev, like, wouldn't do this. I think the big thing, and Ethan brought it up, is the students thing. I think that's where they run in the most trouble because I think we'll take it upon ourselves. We get a little rowdy. You get us a little banged up. We're going to get a little rowdy. And... um some beers might start being thrown. Even water bottles get thrown yeah. from top to bottom. I've gotten hit in the back of the and head once or twice. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I, I've had a hot dog hit me in the, in the in the back a couple times. But especially, like, if it's a down season, I think that's where they're more worried about it. Like, I don't think season ticket holders are mind. I think they would like a cold brew at the game, even though that a lot of them are like, oh, no, nah, tradition. We've never had it. It's nice just but, to have one. But I, I think you get a 65-year-old guy and his wife, and he's like, yeah, I'll take a Bud Light, start the game. Maybe you won't drink all the game, but I think they'll they'll have one or two. Uh, they're not getting banged up. But I think the students, like, I don't know how they could limit it either. Like, because obviously you're going to have kids that aren't 21 sitting in the student section. Um, there's two sections of students, three or four technically, but two huge sections you could put it into. And I don't know how they're going to limit that, like, if you're a student, you can't buy beer because then, like, what, what's stopping me from, and I wouldn't do this, but what's stopping me, like, if Ethan wasn't 21 and he goes, hey, man, go get me a beer, and I'm 21, I go up, I get two buds, come and hand him one. Like, there's no way. I think, like, policing it is yeah, going to be tough. there's no way. There's no way they can, yeah. <coughs> no but even will. then, you're spending so much more money on hiring people for that. Yeah. They don't want to do that job. Nobody wants to do that job. Especially, especially for yeah. the students. And it's more cops and everyone's going to get more hostile, mm-hmm. especially, you know, for losing 65 to 7 to Ohio State. So, I can I understand the downgrades from it. I don't know how like I think the students like I think that would be a thing where Trev would have to come out and be like, "Hey, we're selling beer like it's on you. Like this is a trial run." I don't understand like why like I would do it at Haymarket Park right now. That's where I would start. They started with the Big Ten Championship game. Nothing really got rowdy. I didn't hear stories where people were getting rowdy. I, I think people got a little banged up, no lie, but it wasn't it wasn't horrible, but I don't know. I think you start with a trial run at Haymarket Park, see how the students handle it, because obviously when they hear that, they're going to go. And I think Haymarket Park's even the best judgment because you've got the rail yard, 
literally just across the yeah. bridge. Yeah. So you set a 205 game. Some boys are going to go down there. Go before yeah, or after the game. Yeah, go before or after the game. I think it's going to drive Lincoln Wealth up. And one of the big things in the in the survey was, I mean, 42% of people said that they wanted their food and beverages from local chains. So it's, I mean, obviously in the stadium, I don't know if that's possible, but you're going to drive that. Like I think uh, Trev knows that like Husker football drives downtown Lincoln. Like that's where they make like their whole money. Yeah. They're like chains, you know, like the rail yard, probably all their money for a whole entire year comes from the f- eight or nine home games we have every year. So I think, I mean, there's a lot of things I think. It's obviously going to come down to Trev um, doing it, which I think they got everything in place just for the Big Ten wrestling tournament, and now they're not going to do anything about it. It's going to be the worst-kept secret in Nebraska. Um, but, yeah, I 100%, I'm on board for it. Yeah. I just I think they should do something with baseball. Yeah, just try something yeah, for a trial couple series. Run. Yeah, uh, you, don't even, you don't even have to do every series. Too. Just yeah, yeah, even spring game. Even yeah. spring game. And I spring think that'd game. be a good, good trial run. And the spring game obviously is gonna be sold out, so that'd be a good number to say, hey, like, spring game like isn't at max capacity, like they say it's sold still a out, lot of people. But there's still a lot of people there. Like if you go, like there's a few empty seats. Um, but like, um, that's like a glorified practice. So like people come out, you know, they have a good time. I don't know. Like it's, it, I think it'll enhance the atmosphere so much. But I think the big thing that they're worried about, and all the chancellors and stuff, is the students. I don't think they'll ever, like, be able to look past that. And I think they've really got to look at, like, Iowa did a big survey because they just started allowing uh, yeah. alcohol. So I think they really got to look at that. They got to talk to Iowa, like, how do you maintain a student section that can have alcohol? Because that's, I think that's the big thing. Like, if we were just a two-year college where you knew everyone was under 21, then heck yeah, we'd have it, we'd have it already. But um, where you know people are 21 and they be, could could be serving alcohol to minors, like that's, I think that's where they run into a lot of obviously legal issues, but a lot of just moral issues. Like, do you want that to be happening in your stadium too? I think is a big thing. Well, since we have like two big student sections, they might be able to limit it to. If you're over 21, yeah. yeah. If you're not, then go over there. And then maybe check-in IDs and student IDs, like, at both both of those places. And have just, like, wristbands on. Yeah, and I think the wristbands. That's that's what they do for the Omaha hockey games. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get something for a student section, you have to have a wristband with your drinks. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I hope Trev realizes that it's going to drive. I think he should do some trial runs um, to see where he's at. And if he comes and he says, hey, we tried it. It just didn't work out. We didn't like the results. I'll be, you know, I'll be mad, but I'll be all for it. I mean, it's ultimately his decision, the chancellor's decision. But I think they're going to see a money number that they've never seen before, and then then they're going to do it. I mean, it's 100%. But so, yeah, obviously alcohol should be allowed in the stadium. Memorial Stadium survey overall, though, great thing to do, like we were talking, um, get some voice. I don't know if it's from the common fan, but you'll take it. I mean, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing, and I think he got a, he got he opened his eyes to a lot of different things uh, that he can change about Memorial Stadium. Try to get out of the tradition woes and uh, start a new tradition under his athletic director uh, resume or tenure here at Nebraska. But let's move on. NCAA tournament, crazy this year. I I knew going in that no one like no one was a forerunner besides like Gonzaga mm-hmm. and KU, but 
And it's it's the most wide open. It's field almost wide open. Yeah, it is. There's so many. Because last year you just had Gonzaga and Baylor. You're like, oh, it's going to be one of them pretty much no matter what, unless they somehow magically get upset. This year, even with the Sweet 16 now, it feels like there's 10 to 12 teams that have a chance of still winning it. I mean, you knew day one. Like, I watched pretty much every game day one. And even just watching day one, you're like, oh, this is going to be crazy tournament. Which could have been an even crazier weekend. Yeah. Every team in the West region is all top four seeds with Gonzaga, Duke, Texas Tech, and Arkansas. But all four of them had at least one game where they could have lost. Yeah. I mean, Gonzaga could have lost to Georgia State to start with. Start with. Terrible yeah. first half. Terrible yeah. first half. And Georgia State literally had everything going for them until their big man got hurt. And foul trouble. And them. foul trouble. Yeah. And then after that, like you knew it was going to be over because Drew Timmy literally took over the game. I've never saw a guy like just lives in the paint, but yeah. he makes every shot in the like, paint. Like my dad talks about like watching MJ and MJ would just flip a switch and turn it on and like take over a game. That's what Drew Timmy did in that game. Like he was like, Oh, we're losing to Georgia State. Yeah, let me let me turn it on. And then he did the same thing against Memphis too. Yeah. I mean Gonzaga wouldn't be the yeah. same without him though. No. He he controls that team. Chet Holmgren so. is absolutely insane. He's a freak of nature. Yeah. His his arms are wider than this room that we're sitting in he's, right now. He's a great talent. I I want to see how his offensive game looks for NBA in the future. That needs to improve. I hope he doesn't. I hope he stays at Gonzaga one more year because I, I, I think he can be. I don't will. think he will either. But I think he could be a real like because like he's relied on Timmy to like score a lot for him. The high low combination. Yeah. yeah, and so I think when it's just him, like you'll really see how good. But he's such a like mo like he's Magic Johnson just. Tall, way skinny. taller and way skinny, <laughs> yeah. which I think that's where like if he goes to the NBA, he's gonna have to beef up a little bit. Will, like they want yeah. him beefier, and I think he's gonna have to beef up. But you look at Kevin Durant, like yeah, he's yeah. not beefy at all. I think he's got a lot more muscle since college. Like you look at KD in college, like he, yeah, was, he was like he was like he was like Chet, yeah. and so like but he's put on some pounds. But I think that's where their game like is awesome though. Like they're so strong. Um, mentally and athletically, that well, and then his wingspan helps yeah. him block everything. And and that's the difference with Gonzaga uh, this year is they actually have a rim protector on and, defense this year. Yeah, and Penny Hardaway, he was like, dude, this guy, this guy, he just cleans up garbage. Yeah. Like they throw up garbage shots. They just know it's going to go into Chet's hands and he's going to get like two points. Like he almost had a triple double in that first with any had seven blocks with like ten minutes to go in the first half. So, um, but yeah, the West region that was crazy. Um, Notre Dame. I thought they had Texas Tech. They did. Um, Gonzaga barely beaten Memphis was huge. Arkansas both as games. well, and Arkansas both games. Yeah, Teddy buckets almost took New Mexico State. Former Husker. Yeah, former Husker. Doc Sadler tweeting out, "Oh, it's so good to see Teddy Allen doing this and doing that." It's like he could be doing that yeah, here. Yeah, why can he do it here? But uh, obviously, he did butted heads. I'm glad for Teddy buckets. I felt like he was done wrong here. I felt like he was never like. Felt like Fred was always like Teddy like. Against him or something. Yeah, against him or something. Like, I felt like it just wasn't a good fit. Um, glad for Teddy Buckets, though. But I think the big storyline, obviously, going in here is St. Peter's. I mean, coming out of nowhere. So, I first want to talk about the Coach Cal thing. So, Cal, after they lose in overtime to St. Peter's from Jersey City, New Jersey, he comes and he says, oh, we don't – this team I have, we don't have a lot of tournament experience. And everyone's like, bro – you make the tournament every single year. Mm-hmm. Like, when was the last time Kentucky missed a tournament? Like, it's been at least – it's been, been a, a good while, ten, yeah. eight or ten years since they missed a tournament. But – and he's like, oh, we don't have enough tournament experience. And they're like, 
Doug from St. Peter's has never made the NCAA tournament. Nobody on that team. And nobody on that team has made the NCAA tournament. And they came in and they destroyed you. And it, and everyone's like, Coach Cal, you can't make up this excuse. Like, this excuse is horrible. And, right? I mean. It was, it was 2013, by the way. So it's been a while. It, nine years. Yeah. Well, technically, they missed it last year. Well, technically. Okay. Well, technically. COVID year. But, yeah. But, I mean, but no tournament much, bracket came out. How much? So. Ta- well, no, 2021. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. That's but, right. like, with how much talent he has every year, there's no excuse for that guy not making the tournament. There's no excuse for him only having one national title, too, when you've had millions, like, it feels like billions of... When first, you've paid players to come. Yes, yeah. when you've had, like, millions of first-round NBA talent on your team every year at Kentucky, even at Memphis, because, obviously... Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Which... Cheated his SAT test. He should have to... Memphis choked so hard in that game. I don't really but then know. The even title would got vacated probably. Yeah, because of Derrick Rose's SAT yeah, they would test. Have. I mean, and that KU team was just like a bunch of just knockoff guys. But it's a good besides, KU team, yeah, I mean, it was a good KU team. But like Mario Chalmers, yeah, Mario Chalmers, Cole like, Aldridge. Yeah, no one knew those guys until they played the national championship. Right. I guess is what I was saying. But that was but, a great game though, too. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, you got you make a good point. I mean, like Kentucky, like. Coach Cal should be like he's in the Hall of Fame, but the like the only one year he won a title was when Anthony Davis had probably the greatest freshman year ever, one of the greatest seasons yeah. ever by a college basketball player. And then like wasn't it the next year they they missed the tournament, got bounced in the first round of the NIT, NIT the and Morris. they had what like their five starters were all five star guys. Like yeah. I I think well New Orleans Noel got hurt that year. Yeah, he and was big that year. Um, it goes to show like one and done can work. Like you take a look at Duke. I think 2015 team. Yeah, 2015 but team. Pretty much every other team that's won a national title has had some. Stu- in, yeah, has had mostly junior seniors. Yeah, and um, that the the Kentucky team that won it, Anthony Davis, obviously they had a couple juniors and seniors playing for him. Um, but Kentucky, the one year that they were undefeated, and they lost to Wisconsin. I mean, give it to give it to Wisco for for beating them. Frank Kaminsky, Frank the Tank. Yeah. Like they came back hey, just they to beat Kentucky. They had two NBA guys, him and yeah. Decker. Him and him and Decker. Which is I mean, for Wisconsin, and they were a good team. Like Wisconsin should have won the national championship that, was that year too. The best, Wisconsin and they ran into a good team. They won a national title in 1941, but that was probably the best team. And they yeah, best lost, team lost to Duke. Well, yeah, because of, uh, of course, Coach K gets every call possible when it's a close game in the second <laughs> half of the national title game. But um, so yeah, I mean, St. Peter's, Doug, just taking over two games, literally. And then I, what was cool was to see St. Peter's play in Murray State in a second-round matchup. Mid-major for, battle. Yeah, mid-major battle. If you can consider St. Peter's a mid-major, I'd say they're a low-major because oh, – Yeah, they're even Mur- lower. I mean, Murray, State's, Murray a, State's a mid-major. Ma- Murray State's a mid-major They're going because, to the Missouri Valley next year. Yeah, yeah, because they go to the Missouri Valley, but they also make the tournament. I would say out of, out of five years, you're going to see Murray State four. in the tournament. Four, four out of five, five years. Yeah. Three out of five years. So I consider them a mid-major. But – I mean, this just goes to show how wide open. I think with a transfer por- portal, we didn't realize how much it was going to wide open college Made it basketball. More of an even playing field, I feel like, even for football, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, football, like, obviously, it's still going to be dominated by the top teams. I think basketball, because, like, football, like, if you are if you know you're better, like. I mean, like, if you're a top it, team, you can still get yeah. top transfers. If Georgia, if Georgia plays, I don't know, like, Georgia Southern, like, 100 times, like, Georgia Southern might win one set of a hundred times, but if they play like in bat, like if Murray State played, I don't know Gonzaga in basketball, I would say like at a hundred times, like twenty five times Murray State can walk away 30. with a win, twenty five thirty yeah. times, like and the transfer portal has just made it so wide open, like one to sixteen in each region. It's like 
any one of those teams could go on a run. And that's what, like, watching the pregame show, like, Charles was like, they had, Charles Barkley, they asked him, like, how many teams do you think can make the Final Four? He said, like, 10 to 20. And Kenny Smith said the right thing, like, 10 to 20 teams, like, eight teams most likely are going to win the national title, yeah. which is still a lot of teams. But 10 to 20 teams can make a run to the Sweet 16, which is insane to think or about. Or you mean a run to the Final Four? Yeah, or, or a run to the Final yeah. Four. I mean, just crazy stuff to think about. But I filling out tournament brackets. We'll talk about our brackets here in a second, but it is one of the worst. I hate doing it. Oh, my every single year. already busted. I hate yeah. doing it because you, you fill it, it out. I mean, I love to, like, psychologically, I love it's doing it. It's fun before the tournament starts. It's fun before the tournament starts because you're like, oh, yeah, like, let's pick these guys. I only filled out one bracket this year. I held myself to one bracket. Wow, congratulations. Because I, I get in the weed, like, I'm like, oh, let's have St. Peter's win it at all in this one. And I'm like, let's just fill out one bracket, see how it goes. I technically filled out two, but because um, one was for another app. But on the ESPN app, I only have one bracket. And I just hate doing it because it's a 50-50 shot every single pick, which the odds are not in your That's favor. That's what makes March Madness that. great what, is you yeah. have no idea and when the shocking is going to happen or when the favorite's just going to blow it out. Yeah. I, I just hate it because you sit there and you look, like you watch the game, and I don't know, like uh, you buy into hype. Like, you buy into the Loyola Chicago hype. Like, they're really going to beat Ohio State. Like, they had a good shot. I mean, I bought into the hype. So Ohio State's been playing terrible lately. But, yeah, I mean, everything was now. on Loyola Chicago's side. They got healthy. EJ Liddell literally took over the game in the second half. Without EJ Liddell, I don't know. Like, that game's way closer. But you sit there and you watch that and you go, why would I buy into the hype? Like, Ohio State clearly is going to win this game. And then you just sit there and you're just, like, pissing yourself all day. Just a terrible pick. And just a terrible pick. Like, um, and then picking upsets to me is like one of the worst things ever. Cause like, if they don't win, you're like, why, why the hell would I do that? That one was South Dakota state for me. Yeah. Everyone's picking that team just cause they're like a great three point shooting team. And they got kids from Nebraska on the their province, team. Province. Charlie Easley. And bro. everyone thinks province is overrated, which they're a good team still, but like they're still yeah. seem kind of overrated. And then that's the one pick. And they had, I mean, they came back like what? It was like nine to four to start. And then they got on a big run. I don't know. South Coast they kept it close, but yeah, Providence handled them pretty much the whole game. Yeah, but so I guess like we're in the Sweet 16 now. Run through out of these 16 teams, who do you think's got a shot national championship? Arizona. How, how about Final Four? Final Four, yeah. Let's do each pick, pick some Final Four teams. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll start my Final Four out of these 16 teams. I got Texas Tech, Purdue. Oh. Arizona and KU, I think Duke's really young. That's just my opinion. And they are. the guy, their their star talented, guy, they're talented. A, I think it's going to be a close game. But I don't know. Texas Tech right has now. been on a run, and I think they, they're they're on a they're on a run to be like you know they got hey their, Chris Beard you know f you man like you know they we're got going their, to the final they got their crappy game out of the way. They That's got true. their crappy game against Notre Dame out of the way. That survived in advance. Their coach, literally, is so like after that first game like. Who they play in the first round? Montana State. They play Montana State, and uh, which obviously they're going to beat Montana State. <laughs> Montana State. Oh, you don't know. It's March. I mean, it is March, is but true. Montana State. I don't think it was going to beat Texas Tech. And like after the game, the lady asked him, "Like you were so nervous for this game." He's like, "Everyone's so good in this tournament. Like I'm surprised we're even here. Like this is like he was just so humble. Like I'm like, I'm going ride or die with this guy. Like I think, yeah. I think Texas Tech to the final. Everyone is not Duke fan. Yeah, is riding with Texas Tech and. Arkansas could even upset no. Gonzaga there, no. but Gonzaga. No. They have a chance. No, it's not happening. Maybe. But I, uh, the I Texas it's... Tech pick over the Duke Oregon Texas Tech pick over Gonzaga is gonna be the big pick, I think. 
Okay. Right? I, I mean, because, like, Gonzaga, like, everyone's thinking, like, Gonzaga is national championship bound. Yes, I, I am on that, too. You're on that, this too. Is, this is the year they this finally get I, so? I, I hate Gonzaga because they always choke. But this is the one year I think they actually fuck, they actually, actually do it. I just – I don't think there's – I think last year's team is more talented, better shooting, but I think the difference with the rim protection of Chet Holmgren, I think that just makes a difference for them to go far and win it. So um, in that region, uh, let's see. Yeah, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. I don't know. I so think wait, Ethan's got Gonzaga. I you probably got Duke. Well, I have Duke, <laughs> oh, she's I scared. Have Duke winning it. but <laughs> No, she's scared about Duke losing it. I, I am scared. Sometimes. Some tough teams. It Some is. tough teams. That's, that's, that's the best region, I think, still yeah. with the four teams there, left. Yeah. There's anybody. Anybody could win, so I don't know. No, I mean Arkansas. Arkansas. I'm, I'm not. I'm not good. I. They're so inconsistent. <laughs> no, the no. Who pick Suey for the me? The SEC Tim, basketball was so inconsistent this year, and they were just one of those examples. Like, good for that making the Sweet Sixteen. They should have lost, but they could have lost a 13, and they could have lost a 12 seed, and now you have to play Gonzaga. No, no, that game's already over. Uh, I just hope. <laughs> I don't know. I just hope Gonzaga doesn't make it to the championship. I, I hope Arkansas wins it, but that game's over already. I don't know. I think Arizona. Maybe, maybe has I'll be really wrong. Maybe I'll be wrong, but. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Next East Region. East Region. St. Peter's. That game's done too. Do they? Do they? No. Like, no. It, it, okay. Purdue has no. two seven footers. St. Peter's <laughs> like their tallest guy is like six eight. This Sorry. is March, baby. Doug can't. Anything Doug can can't do everything. Doug. Doug can't do everything. They're humble enough. They know. Doug can't. Doug can't dunk on two seven footers. I think it's. I think it's gonna be one of those things. They make it there, and that's like winning the national championship. Yeah. They, they, this they, is their national championship. Yeah. Making it. And so. Um, <laughs> the today, <laughs> today Jay Billis reseeded all the sixteen teams left, and, and he stuck them at sixteen. And then St. Peter's retweeted it, and he and it just said coward. Like what? We're gonna well, what, rank what do you, you expect? everyone. Everyone thinks yeah. you're the worst team still alive. Yeah, or... yeah. Just uh, just bad pick. But I'll, I'll give it to the to the Twitter feed, man. St. Peter's. I I follow them now on Twitter, and they're just so funny. Yeah, their their school brand is school, exploding. Now. The Peacocks, baby. If you would have told me a peacock mascot would be in the Sweet 16, <laughs> I wouldn't have believed you. But, yeah, I, I agree. Purdue, I think Purdue's tough all the way. S- four out of their seven losses have been on buzzer beaters. So, really, they could, like, if they only lose two They're of those, team. they could be a number one seed right now, and everyone's talking about Purdue winning the national championship. Yeah. But they lost four of those. They didn't win the Big Ten tourney, didn't win the Big Ten regular season. So, I think everyone's like, Oh, they suck! Like they're so good, they should be doing this. Well, and they always but, choke in March too. And they always, see, and that's the thing. Like that, another team that's always because the Big Ten always chokes too. Yeah, because the Big Ten always chokes. They choke. Use one example uh, on Saturday and Sunday, but you know, so North Carolina though literally should have beat Baylor by about forty points. Almost blew it. And they almost Manic blew it ejected. because of the officials. I think the officials looked up. They saw one seed losing. <laughs> By 25 points. Conspiracy like, theory? I don't know conspiracy theory, oh. but I think they just realized that they were like, oh, what, 25 points? Like, we got to insert ourselves <laughs> Let's into make this, this a better game. Yeah, let's, let's make, make this, this a better game. game. Or they got some, you know, telepathic waves from the NCAA commissioner, like, hey, we can have a one seed lose like this. And so, yeah, <laughs> so that they were just like, oh, let me take over the game. Let's throw this guy out. Technical foul on that guy. Technical foul on that guy. And then – Oh yeah, Baylor. By the way, yeah, you guys don't. We're not going to call fouls on you. We'll just call fouls on the other guys. And I'm not just saying that as a heels fan. If you literally watch the game, people were getting mauled inside. Yeah. And they weren't calling anything. And then down on the other end, a hand check foul would be called, which is probably the worst foul call of all time. I don't know why that is still a rule because everyone does it, and the only time they call it is like in the heat of a game like yeah. that. I hate the officials that are like those officials that think. 
they need to insert themselves into the situation. Like they want it to be a ref. Yeah, show. they want it to be a ref show. It's like you are there. You should not be known at the end of the game. Let them play. Those, let yeah, them let them play. play. I, let yeah. him play to a point. Don't, yeah, don't make point. it like it. Because that last game, they let him play too much, and then it got out of hand. And, and the guy with the, with the miscolored hair on Baylor literally hate him now. He was flopping on everything. That's right. They're gone. Just, they're gone. They're your, te- right. your team's still on. North, North are Carolina's they, still on. Are they going to be UCLA, though? So, do you think they're moving on, then, North Carolina? Where do you see I think I think it's another team in that region where it's like, hey, we made the Sweet 16. Because North Carolina, their they highs have been high. They can't keep up that hot shooting. That The North is... Their highs have been high. Their lows have been low. There's been no in between. There's no being. There's really hasn't been consistent basketball until this final part of the year. I mean, you beat Duke. They won three or four games before that. They went in the ACC tourney. Semis. Yeah, lost in the semis, semis to Virginia Tech, who ended up winning it all. Yeah. They're another team that choked. But I don't know. Like, I buy in the hype, kinda. I think like Brady Manick's tough. He's a tough he dude to guard. Want to end his He's been yet. hot. Yeah. And he doesn't want to end his career. I wouldn't want to end Especially my career. Especially after the last game getting injected. Yeah. I mean. I like UCLA, though. I like UCLA. I think they're tough. I think Pac-12 they basketball has been really last, tough this final year. Final four run last yeah, year. Yeah, and so we'll see. It's going to be a really good game. I think Hubert, I think Coach Davis is going to have his boys ready. I think Manning's going to be ready to play. He's been hot lately. I saw a stat, and though, so, that in the first two games, uh, North Carolina's averaged 94. UCLA's averaged about 60. So something's going to have to give. It's going to. Be a defensive battle or yeah. offensive battle on that one. And, yeah, and Carolina's defense hasn't been the bad. I mean, Marquette, they held him 63 points. But Baylor, after I, it was a definitely a momentum shifter after Manic got kicked out. But yeah. So, yeah, I guess out of that, I got Purdue coming out. I got Purdue. And I would say even if North Carolina wins, I still think Purdue beats them. I think if I think UCLA Purdue wins, wins yeah, I think plays, Purdue wins, wins no matter game. what. Coming out of the South region, I've got Arizona. I think they literally have, like, mm. there's a lot of senior-led, really good teams in here. Houston, Michigan, and Villanova are all very experienced. Michigan kind of on the low side of Michigan's that. Michigan's got more more younger talent. Now. More younger talent, yeah. but Michigan's very deep. Like, I think we all they're knew playing, they're Michigan could five. be here. Yeah. yeah, I think we all knew Michigan could be here. They just went through some stuff. Um, Villanova, Connor Gillespie literally can take over any game he him. wants to. I he's he's, he's like he's player. like a JJ Redick. Type, I hate him, though. you know, like a Duke. Because so like you just hate him because he's so. And good. he came back yeah. another year. Yeah, and he came back he another year. So, I mean, I don't know. To me, like Arizona, right. they're three lost team. I don't know how you can't. <sighs> I'm going Houston though. You're going Houston. I mean, Houston beat Illinois. Illinois absolutely choked that game away too. So Arizona was this close to losing to TCU. That's true. Houston's a better team, better offensive rebounding team, more athletic. I. <laughs> The spread last I time know. I checked was about one point, so it is more yeah. of a pick'em game. But I, I'm gonna go to the upset and go Houston in that matchup. It could happen. I it's March. I, I think, th- I think we I'm gonna ride Arizona on this yeah. one. I don't know. I had Tennessee going all the way to the Elite Eight here, and they <laughs> don't they blew me out of the Don't way. trust the Rick Barnes team in March. <laughs> I hated Michigan though. I was like, I even had Colorado State beat Michigan. I was like, you know, I hate good, Michigan. Good matchup for Michigan's playing a coach that's terrible in March. That's true. And Jawan Howard's made two Sweet Sixteens now. He made the and they made year. five in a row. So yeah. Michigan clearly they're knows what March. they're doing. They play a good Villanova team. I so that's going to be a good game. I think it'll be a closer game than people think, but I think they're the best free, uh, free throw shooting team in the country and one of the best ever. So I think if it's a close game, they'll have the lead. They'll keep it. And free throws mean everything in the in March. In right. March, uh, missed free throws come up so big, and it's Huge. crazy. Um, but move down to the Midwest region. 
Kansas, I, I think, obviously the best team. I, I If you're talking easy Kansas, road to the yeah. Final Four. They should eat. It would be another Bill self-choke job yeah. if they don't make the and Final it, Four. And it, I think it only come to Providence because I think – I mean, they got Iowa State's number. They beat them, what, like twice this year they by 50 them. points each. They swept each. them this year. And then – I think um, one of the games might have been close, but – but Miami, I think it like the game that was in uh, Lawrence was pretty bad. The one in Iowa State it was close for most of it, and then Kansas pulled away. But Miami, Miami's on a run right they're now. They're on a run. They are. They're on a run. They, they got, got a good coach together. too. I mean, I don't know. I like Miami. And they right choke now. a lot in the NCAA tournament too. I mean, they've been two seeds, three seeds before and choked. This so. is uh, Jim Laranega's third Sweet Sixteen, so this could be his first Elite Eight at Miami. But he did get George Mason to the Final Four. That's true. Back in 06. So uh-huh. um, that's an interesting matchup, though. Iowa State on a run. Uh, they beating don't, Wisco. They don't have offense. Beating Wisco. They don't. But, but they somehow, some way. Because Wisconsin like, has even crappier offense. Yeah. Wisconsin won the Big Ten regular season, and they lost to a team that had a losing conference record, which is crazy. Iowa State, they got a lot of transfers out of the transfer polder. They got a first-year head coach, the guy from UNLV. T.J. Otzelberger. Um, very hired. And it was a great hire. Former Fred assistant. Yep, yep. Great recruiter. Yep. Um, he got a couple of big Minnesota guys to come down. Gabe Kelser. So, yeah, yep. that's why Minnesota sucked this year. But, um, yeah, I, I think uh, that's, that's going to be an interesting matchup because both teams are on a run, and it kind of sucks. Like, you wish like they were playing a, like in two different regions. Like maybe they could have a better shot. But it's kind of like that Murray State-St. Peter's game, like two mid-majors playing each other. And then the first round, Murray State playing San Francisco, you wish they were like – Seated they weren't playing each other. Yeah, so that way, like a mid major can maybe make a run to the elite even the final. These are four. two power five teams but, that nobody thought would. Yeah, make but the nobody. So and I, one of them's gonna be an elite and low now. seeds like ten yeah. and eleven. So that's gonna be interesting. But I think KU obviously, I would say if you put on a percentage go seventy percent, uh, they're gonna make it out yeah. of the final four. But right, so so what's our final four then? KU, I got KU, Arizona, Purdue, and Texas Tech. Okay. Um, I would say. Gosh, I don't know. I like Arizona, but Villanova's good, too. I'm going to go Villanova, KU, Purdue, and got to go Duke. Got to go Sticking Duke. Sticking with the brand. Sticking with the brand. Gonzaga, Purdue, Villanova, and Kansas. Ultimately, national champion, you got. Just throw it out there. <sighs> Gonzaga still. Gonzaga. I had them on most of my brackets winning already. Kansas. I'm going all in on the Boilermakers, baby. I'm oh, riding the train. I don't think, I don't riding know. the train. <laughs> we're, we're, they're going to New Orleans. They're riding the train down there. They, I'm going to be all bang the big drum with them, baby. They're winning the national title this year. I all in on Purdue, and they will probably lose. Do they play tonight or tomorrow? They Purdue play plays tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. And they will probably lose tomorrow. And I'll, I think I'll, if that happens, I'll go into hiding for a while and just kind of lay there and. Think about and my realize the Big Ten sucks in yeah, March. Yeah, and, re- and realize the Big Ten does suck in March. Just over the past yeah. few years, though, like the Big Ten always Except used to Michigan. be. Except I Michigan. Can, I can say, yeah, Michigan is always the Big Ten team that somehow yeah. makes it. And you would think like Michigan State would. Michigan State, but they haven't been as good lately, Vizzo. But Tom Izzo, like I don't know they how he does well, it. Well, I mean, not I don't know how they he does it. But he is always a uh, no matter Big Ten tournament. Like his team could go zero and fifty five throughout the year. <laughs> That's never happened. And no. I and. They could make the Big Ten tournament, and he'd upset two or three teams. At least make the semifinals, pretty get, much. Yeah, get in the NCAA tournament somehow, and he would like upset a bit. Like there were a couple of years there, they were a seven seed in the upset of Virginia, like in the second round, 
and like in good games, but he just knows how to coach in March. Like his boys, like they're like, oh, this is Izzo. Like Izzo's only got one national championship too. Last team in the Big Ten to win a title was yeah. 2000 Michigan State. And the, and he's had a lot of good players. Come, I mean, Draymond Green, obviously, um, a lot of good players to come through there, and they haven't won a national title. So, I you know he's another coach that like he's in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, a really good coach, but he's kind of like Coach Cal. Like only one national title. It's hard, man. It's hard to win a title. It, it it's so hard. It's but or win to me like and I hate looking at the tournament bracket too because it's like one through sixty eight, technically like one through you could say thirty. Any of those thirty teams, all they have to do is win six games, which seems still, like a tough task. Still tough, but but a lot of teams go on six game winning streaks throughout the season all the time. Like yeah, yeah they're playing Especially the better teams. They're playing yeah. they're playing bad competition, but like I mean. Yeah, there's just they're like uh, like Auburn this year. I mean, they played some tough teams down the stretch, and went on a six game winning streak easy. You know, uh, Kentucky really got on a run, and that's why everyone thought they were going to be in the Final Four. Like, and Auburn wasn't going to be there. I think Auburn. If we're talking biggest chokes this year, Kentucky. I think's got to be at the top. Kentucky is. And then Final I would say Auburn is in there because you were number one hands down. Everyone had like everyone and their mom had you picked to win the national title, and you get bounced in the second round. By Miami, out of all teams, so I think that's that's a big choke. I mean, there's there's a lot of other big chokes. I think UConn was a big choke. I think a lot of people had them in the Sweet Sixteen. I had them in the Sweet Sixteen against Gonzaga. And I would say Teddy Iowa Buckets. was predictable. Iowa, Iowa, Iowa was yeah. a huge a choke. choke. I'd even throw huge. Wisco in there. I mean, yes. Nebraska literally ruined Wisco. Literally ruined. Literally, they weren't doing bad at all, and then that game they blew it, and then they stunk in the Big Ten tournament, and then were terrible in the tournament. Yeah, even I mean. Colgate. Just so we, yeah, and we Colgate ruined, almost we beat him. Yeah, we ruined we their season. Great job by We're Fred. I think if that. if there's one thing, because like when I make a Big Ten comparison, Nebraska wants to be Wisconsin, and the fact that they have a good football program. Now, are they making the national title every year? No, but what, they're making a bowl ten game. Ten wins almost every year. Ten year wins, six. eight to ten wins every single year. Competing for New Year's Six Bowl, competing Com- for a Big yeah. Ten title. Yes. They want to be like that in football. They want to be like that in basketball. The Wisconsin volleyball program just won a national tournament title over Nebraska. It's yep. so like, and the fan base. I went to the game at Wisconsin this year, and it's exactly like going to a game here in Lincoln. It is undeniable, and it's probably one of the beautiful. Like, put Madison is like so such a college town, just like Lincoln. Like, if you're comparing, like, if you're trying to make like Wisconsin is to Nebraska, Nebraska is to Wisconsin type type deal yeah. like that, like. Nebraska wants to be Wisconsin every sense of the word. And um, so for us to ruin their season, I think, like, to give them doubt, like, oh, crap, like. We're not as good as. We're not as good as we, we think thought. we are. Yeah. Because Alonzo Verge Jr. literally just took over the game and beat us. Like, Brad Davidson's going to. And I hate Brad Davidson. I wish I could. Everyone does. Like, if I had a picture a of a fan. dartboard, that, that'd be the first picture <laughs> they go up there to just to throw darts at his eyes. Like, I just hate Brad Davidson. But Wisconsin dominates us every year in football. They dominate us every year in basketball. Um, Finally got the one win. Yeah, finally got the one win. So Nebraska wants to be Wisconsin, and for them to upset them on a big day like that, a chance when they had to clinch the Big Ten, like that just makes it even sweeter that, like, hey, we only won nine games this year, and one of those was against you. You guys choked. But Nebraska end of the year, well – and but yeah, just crazy. But NCAA tournament crazy. It always is. Like every year, I'm like, oh, maybe this will be a, a normal tournament this year, and then it turns out to be 
never like that. Like that's what makes March so good. Like I hate filling out brackets, but I don't know like if I would watch if I didn't fill out a bracket. Does yeah. that make sense? Like yeah. I don't really? know like if a casual fan like I mean I would maybe like sit down and watch a couple games, but like Thursday and Friday like I from eleven to eleven. Twelve hours it, straight. It's yeah. just, it's all just basketball. in it's all front. Thing. Of the TV. And you're so invested to when you fill out a bracket. Yeah. And when you got to go do something, you're like, man, I'm missing a what game. Is. Like, you're pulling it up on your phone, like in church and stuff like that. Like, classes too. That yeah, was the classes. Old thing in high school. Yeah. Just put on your computer. That the, you, had that one, you had that one teacher, that one history teacher, yeah. that would let you or, watch or it. Infotech teacher, that he'd just like pull it up and he'd be like, yeah, cancel whatever you got going on today. <laughs> he'd kick his feet up and you'd just sit there and talk basketball all, all class. Yeah, like, you didn't even know that he yeah. was a basketball fan or something. March, like, it's, it's one of those things, like, I remember growing up, like, being always being, like, like my dad would be like, this is, like, literally the greatest time of the year. And, like, I'd agree with him. Like, it's always fun to, like, see the tournament or whatever. But once you become, like, more invested, I feel like since I've gotten to college, I've gotten way more invested in the sports because literally there's nothing else to do So besides homework. So, like, you just get so invested. You're like, oh, this is my team, ride or die. And But, yeah, I, I think that's what makes March – Literally, like, March, and then the only other day that, like, I think compares, and I'm just a baseball fan, but I love opening day. Um, so many – it's, like, the first – because the first day of March, there's so many – there's 68 teams, so many storylines, like, oh, this team could do it. It's, like, kind of like opening day, like, oh, like, this team was really bad this year, but they could be really good this next year. So, like, that's that's what m- makes March. The stories – it's like the Olympics, too. Like, that's why you watch the Olympics. Like, you don't even know what's going on half the time. But just the stories and stuff like that make March so good. How about last topic? Let's do pick them for every game this week. Or pick them? Every Sweet 16. Every Sweet 16 matchup. All right. Let's go in order. So someone needs to write this down here. Gonzaga, Arkansas. Is that our first one? Yes. And we'll see who has the best record, at least for Sweet 16 games. All right. Probably won't be back for Elite Eight games, but at least we can do the eight games. So... Um, I'll start out. I'll go Gonzaga. I mean, Gonzaga, yeah. first off. Do we all have Gonzaga? Yeah. All right. Do we all got Gonzaga? Yep. yep. All right. Michigan, Villanova. Um, Villanova. Villanova. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Villanova, yeah. too. Okay. Uh, Texas Tech, Duke. Texas Tech, baby, all the way. Duke. Texas Tech. Scotty's just, she's just saying that. I got deep it. Down, deep I down, got deep it. down inside, deep she's down, a Raiders I'm fan. a little she's scared. scared. I yeah, think it's going to be a close really game. Scared, yeah. yeah, I am scared. Yeah. <laughs> but. Are you going to cry when Coach Kate retires? <laughs> I am. Done? I'm so sad. His retirement tour. That I never made it to the game. Be. Hey, I respect your old coach better. Roy Williams, he waited until the end of the year. Yeah, and he, he didn't, didn't make. Do a he didn't tour. make it a big deal. No, he didn't like, come out in July and say, yeah, no, he just said, I didn't wait till. Four months of the season yeah. starts. Well, so that way everyone can praise him everywhere he goes. goes. Yeah. You know, just. All right. Let's 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 do last game for today. Uh, Houston, Arizona. I got Houston. Zona, baby. Yeah. Go Wildcats. Arizona. Right. Go Wildcats. Uh, Zona, another team that chokes down the stretch. Arizona? Like. Yeah. Yeah, but first year, Tommy Lloyd. So maybe it'll be different. Maybe, maybe it'll be Sean different. Sean Miller's gone. Yeah, Sean Miller. Sean Miller, new coach of Xavier, by the yeah, way. Yeah, going back there, so. Maybe make Xavier good again because <laughs> they haven't made the tournament the last couple years, which is pretty bad for Xavier. Uh, Friday game, St. Peter's, Purdue. Purdue. Uh, yeah. No chance. Yeah, go no boy, chance, Lakers, baby. Banging that drum. I, I, I like the Peacocks, but there's no chance you have in that, in that game at all. Uh, Providence, Kansas. Rock Jock Jayhawk. Yep. 
right. Uh, Blue Blood Battle, North Carolina, UCLA. Oh. You're going with your team? Oh. oh. You he doesn't ri- know. You have to ride with your I team. I had Baylor in my bracket, so like I didn't even think about this matchup. I think you got to ride with your team, man. I'll go ride or die. Yeah. I'll go ride or die. All right. I'll go heels, baby. I'm going UCLA. I got UCLA too. Wow. Kay. He he hypes me up like that, and then he chooses <laughs> the other team. You I thought he, I thought, he, exactly. I thought he was I'm going, going heels. We, we, really... we can't all have the same pick. That's yeah. true. That's true. Uh, That's true. Uh, and the final game is Sweet Sixteen. Iowa State, Miami. Miami. Sam. <sighs> so tough, cause like it's like a pickup game too. It is. Um, yeah. cause even though Iowa State's like offense average teams, sucks, yeah. like. It's March, like anything happens. And their defense maybe could stop but. Miami's athletics athleticism. I'm betting on Jim Laranaga, baby. I got Miami too. Yeah, I, I'm Let's going go Miami. Game. Go Canes, baby. Go Canes. Go Canes. All right. So pretty similar for the most part, but Duke's going all the way. Yeah. So Duke's not going all the way. I hope probably that. not. But <laughs> they're they're uh, what is the name? That's the Franchero re- should be out, bro. After he got that DUI, man. Paolo. Yeah, Paolo. <laughs> Should be no, out. So, no. should, should be playing. So could Mark Few. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mark, yeah, Mark Few, Few should be out. Really one game All these guys game. get swept under the rug. Yeah. All right. Well, any last thoughts before we sign off? I am ready to watch basketball this weekend. Me too. I am. I'll well. probably be watching Love this. Love this Sports at three fifty today. <laughs> when I've got it at five fifteen. So. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, good luck six to o'clock. Doug. Six good, o'clock tonight. Six o'clock. Game start. Good. Good luck to Doug and St. Peter's over the weekend, but. Probably not going to make it out. All right. This was the Amateur Sports Hour first episode. Got another episode coming up here in a couple weeks. Um, We'll come back, probably talk more college basketball, get it all done. But, yeah, make sure you uh, uh, tune in again.